FM out of Philadelphia. I'm Quincy Stallworth with Quince Questions. Today we talk to the amazing Be My Fiasco out of Dallas, Texas. Yes, Be My Fiasco, like Be My Valentine, but no, Fiasco. Yes, Be My Fiasco. She's a talented R&B artist. We talk about her latest album, which is out now, Where I Left You is the title, title Where I Left You, available on all streaming platforms. Now, you can go to Spotify, you can listen to this, you can go to Tidal, it's owned by Beyonce and listen to this. You can also go to Apple Music, it's, it's available there, and it's also available on Amazon Music and Google Music if you're interested, but if you really want to donate and really want to support and really want to be a fan and a friend of the show, go to Bandcamp and buy the album. You can pay $10 or more and you can support the artist. You can pay $100 to this album if you really like it and support the artist. And then she can realize that her work is important to you. And then she can go and do more things with her time, her money and music. Make sure you go to Bandcamp, support the album. Next, we're going to have an amazing interview with Be My Fiasco. But first, a great and uh, affordable and financial blessing from our wonderful sponsors. Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day, and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help, and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.com. Hey y'all, my name is Ernest Owens. I'm an award-winning journalist and CEO of Ernest Mini Empire LLC. I just launched a great new podcast called Earnestly Speaking, where we talk about friends, foes, and anything that goes. I love talking about the news, politics, social issues, pop culture, entertainment, everything that you probably don't want other people to know you're thinking about. So if you really want to hear a black criminal's perspective on the world, this is the podcast for you. And if it's not, it's still the podcast for you. Welcome to Headshots by Peggy Presents. It's a weekly podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and educate people in the industry. Our wonderful host, Peggy, is the most industry-savvy headshot photographer I know. She shares insights and interviews top industry professionals. You gotta love that. New episodes every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. Hey, y'all. My name is Ernest Owens. I'm an award-winning journalist and CEO of Ernest Mini Empire, LLC. I just launched a great new podcast called Earnestly Speaking, where we talk about friends, foes, and anything that goes. I love talking about the news, politics, social issues, pop culture, entertainment, everything that you probably don't want other people to know you're thinking about. So if you really want to hear a black criminal's perspective on the world, this is the podcast for you. And if it's not, it's still the podcast for you.
Hello everyone, this is Quincy Starworth, and I'm here with the amazing Be My Fiasco. Oh, wow. That's that's the Houston, Texas side. That's that's from Houston. I'm sorry, Dallas. That's a Houston. Why does Houston? I'm so sorry. I'll take it too. Okay. Okay. So, like, you know, first of all, what, what what's in the water in Texas? I'm 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 really tired of being outdone, outshine, outsang, outrap by everyone in Texas. What what I mean? What are you, what are you guys? What, what's going on? Tell me. Did a, did a star fall there and the radiation like made everybody give everybody Spider-Man powers or what? What happened? You know, maybe I don't know. Just, I feel like God just smiles harder over Texas. You, you know what? Personally. That sounds like a Texan thing to say. <laughs> it is very Texan. We, I know that is. We get we no sun. Terrible. We get yeah, no sun in Philadelphia. Well, I mean, yeah, that that that's factual. But um, <laughs> no, we have we have our things. But no, I feel like every now and then, I think he just sprinkles just a little bit of extra. Um, over over Texas, Dallas in particular. And speaking of sprinkling extra grace, let me say this to you: you didn't really have to come out with an album this year, okay? You have been dropping singles and EPs all the way back since like 2017, maybe earlier on the, on the underground side. But you've been dropping music. You didn't have to give us this this incredible collection of music in this album titled where i left you i mean what what you know a, a lot of people just don't are not feeling it yet and they can't get out of their bed and, and <laughs> but you 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 what what motivated you to to, to just drop this album what, what what kept you going um well we've been doing music officially like almost 10 years just making Ooh. on the professional side just making mixtapes and eps like you said singles and kind of like working and building everyone else's kind of thing and um working with Fonte, you know, as a mentor, he kind of just approached me and was like, hey, like, what are you trying to do? And no mm -hmm. one had ever really asked me, and nor had I thought about it. And I was like, um, you know, uh, music, like sing, you know, very generic response. And, you know, I'm like, okay, hey, we're just going to do like a three track kind of like house EP because I was dabbling in some of the house stuff as well. And mm -hmm. he was like, hey, would you be open to doing more? And I was like, um, okay, you know, sure. I had no you know, I had no idea how far we were going to go. And then, you know, I ended up doing the recording out there for a few weeks and he had already kind of sequenced everything, all 11 songs. And he just kind of asked my input, like, Hey, I have the music for these things. Let's do some writing if you like everything. And I was like, yep, sure do. And we just wrote and went from there. So I honestly, um, no, I did not intend to make an album this year. Um, but seeing it, like seeing it out and seeing people's responses has been amazing. So I'm definitely glad I did. Oh, you got a heck of a response. You got a lot of streams. I'm hearing a lot of chatter on the, uh, on, on, on the backboard over here on, uh, in our comment room that we, we, in our text group, we have a text group where we, uh, I, I send the song, the album's out to like yeah. several different people. So several different people do tell, do tell. and they, they listen to your album. And, and, and I was saying off, uh, before we started it, one of the best people to run soul music by, I'm sorry, two, two groups of people guaranteed you will get a great response. Older Jewish men who are really into the doo-wop scene in, in, in on the East mm -hmm. coast and in, and in Detroit and in Chicago and Older black people, they when you they remember a sound that you and I just don't. 
And for yeah. example, like we, you and I love and know Ella Fitzgerald, but we don't really know Ella Fitzgerald. And right. they were at a time where when you went to Ella Fitzgerald concert, you didn't go to talk and drink wine and, and kind of like make Ella Fitzgerald the background. You went to concerts to actually listen to artists. And so it's mm-hmm. nice to run that music across them. And, and, and I love the responses some of these older uh, people were giving me. They were like, man, she, she, she has a really, a really beautiful tone. They were c- comparing you to the early Gladys Knight. They were, com- and, and it was like, like, and oh, what's, what's this other artist of, oh, a Dionne Warwick. That's who it was, Dionne Warwick. And these are artists like, I've, I've, I'm familiar with Dionne Warwick from the 80s on. I didn't know about her music in the 60s and 70s. And so when that was said to me, I started listening to some Dionne Warwick straight from Be My Fiasco to Dionne Warwick. So there you have that. <laughs> so, but you you have a oh, very wow. you have a very old soul. That's what I, I, I want I want to get across. You know, how 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 do you how did you do this? How you know, how how did you manage to preserve you know, your 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 heart, your mind and your soul and and, and capture it so perfectly on this album? Um, I think the spirit of R&B has always kind of settled within me, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, growing up, my parents played all the classics, um, and then I found R&B at a really great time, um, like the late 90s, the early 2000s, during, like, the full neo-soul movement, and mm. I really internalized, like, all of those different sounds and where they pulled from. So it's almost like, you know, paying homage to um, two different time periods, because the neo-soul is pulling from you know, the seventies and all of that. And then of course I'm pulling from the two thousands too. So I think that's kind of a natural mm-hmm. um kind of tie. But I think it's just the way I think and I think it also ties of course to the black church and growing up in church and singing in church. So just pulling all those elements together, it, I feel like it just kind of naturally was within me. Yeah, well you have a an amazing sound. And speaking of amazing sound, I love your collaboration with this artist I want to talk to you about Carlita Duran, you guys did this did this amazing song called Anywhere. Um, can you tell me about the production of this song and, and how you and Carlita uh, got together to make music on your album? Okay, so Anywhere, oh my goodness. Okay, so any, Anywhere was actually produced um, by Anakin Invader. Love mm-hmm. them. Um, with, you know, some help with Zoe. And again... Fonte had already had the beat kind of ready and he had a little bit like some of the hook ready to go but we were you know we were both kind of collaborating and like filling in all the pieces and he Mm -hmm. would always say we're gonna write this song but I'm gonna add like a little bit of something special at the end but I didn't know what that was gonna be how that was gonna sound or who was gonna be on it so that might have been one of like the fine like the final touches to the album and so um, we finish the song, get it done. And at this point, I have no, I still don't know who's going to be there or what it's going to sound like. Mm. So I didn't know what your current version sounded like until everything was pretty much done. Like all the songs were done. And he was like, hey, I want to send you something. And I'm like, oh, like, what is this? And I'm like, who is this? I mean, is that, you know, and he's like, that's Carlita. Like, you know, I kind of gave her like some direction, but, you know, she's always going to put her sauce on there and she is seriously floating making this track just like 18 times better and um you know i have not formally met carlita but of course we we talked on the socials but like having her 
just to kind of backdoor, especially being part of the FE, you know, family. That right. was a beautiful kind of full circle moment for me. Well, it's a beautiful song and it's an incredible collection of sound, melody, and writing. For everyone listening, I'm with the amazing Be My Fiasco. You can find her music available on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms. But if you want the best experience, listen to it on Spotify. Spotify is, gives more credit to the artist, and it's been produced by the Foreign Exchange Music Group. Am I right? Yes, sir. Okay. So make sure you guys check out this album. This is the Where I Left You album, available right now. And this is Bianca. I'm sorry. This is Be My Fiasco <laughs> and Carlita Duran with Anywhere. This is Quincy Stallworth, and I'm back with the amazing Be My Fiasco. We just listened to an awesome song with her and Carlita Duran titled Anywhere. How are how you, you feeling there? How are you feeling there, Be My Fiasco? 
Man, I'm feeling wonderful. That is one of my favorite songs. Pretty much all of them are my favorite. Yeah, very, um, so I'm going to say that about every song. But it's, like, it's very okay. spiritual. It's very, very, but you know, your whole sound is spiritual. It really is. It's, uh, it, it, it you know what? I, I, and, and this is the honest truth. My wife and I were listening to your album as we were cleaning the house this morning. So, you know, I don't know if you come from that school of, you I know, do. yeah. And so you clean the house with gospel music and R and B and, and mm -hmm. gospel first thing in the morning, first when the sun rises, you gotta, gotta give God praise. And then you put on an R and B album. Now R and B album can't be R Kelly. It can't be, uh, no, it can't be no hardcore weird, you know, guy going to jail for the rest of his life type music. It's gotta be something sensible and something with, with some spirit to it. And I gotta tell you, Be My Fiasco fits right in there. Which brings me to my next question. That your artist name, Be My Fiasco, this sounds like lyrics to a Erica Badu song. Um, that it didn't sound like lyrics, I'll say, but it kind of like Erica Badu's got the song. Oh, I can't remember the name of it right now. It slipped my head. But anyway, she's like, you got to change, change jobs and change gods. You don't want to fall in love with me. This will be some slow singing and flower bringing. And when you say be my fiasco, that sounds like what you're asking for. <laughs> you, you slow look, singing and flower bringing. I love it. Oh my God. Erica Badu is a brilliant woman. Um, I say all that to say, how did you get your uh, your artist name, Be My Fiasco? Um, so it started maybe, it was around the time. So it's it's pretty much an homage to um, Lupe Fiasco. I was a huge Lupe Fiasco fan. Oh. And um, he had dropped his Lasers project. And at the time, I was, um, Love and Lasers was my Twitter handle at the time. Really? But, um, mm -hmm. and... I guess Lasers wasn't doing so well. It wasn't my favorite project, but I, I mm. wanted to distance myself, but I wanted to still have like some type of fan loyalty. And like, I promise if he ever hears like this interview, like I promise I love you, Seth Lupe. We'll make sure um, he doesn't. We'll, we'll, don't worry, I'll, I'll, I'll block him. I'm, I'm block. We still need to meet, cause like I have to, I have to bring that into fruition, but. He's really talented um, too. He's really talented. I've watched his interviews. He's really, really intelligent. That's the other thing he doesn't get a lot of credit for, but go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Okay, so um, that was during that time, and I wanted to change my Twitter handle to something that was still representative of me and also kind of like just my love of where I was at. And I'm in an Atlanta Convention Center, like with my mom. I forget why, but I'm writing down these different combinations of like his kind of name and my name, and then I stumble across Be My Fiasco. I'm like, okay, this sounds kind of fun. And then at some point, if I wanted it to be like my band name, and, you know, encompass it with a band, then it could work. And so I changed my Twitter and that was the time, like kind of like oh nine, where people were calling you your, by your Twitter name in public because mm. I was in college <laughs> at the time. And they sure did. When, they like, did. That was a thing. Like people called you by your Twitter that's handle. That's so true. And, right. And so I remember mm. just one random day, I was like, I'm going to just change everything because I did a mixtape. Um, beforehand with like my government name and then I was like no I want something more that kind of like represents me so I changed mm -hmm. everything website all my handles to everything to be my fiasco and we have been running with it ever since yeah is, is it, I, I love the uh, I, lo I love the way it flows be my fiasco uh, I, I didn't relate it to uh, Lupe, Lupe but I did think it was a, a good representation of, of the kind of music you make uh, a, a person who <laughs> is uh, who who is loving a lot of broken people and writing about the experience thereof. 
Um, I don't know if that's close, but that's, that's what I was picking up. Whatever you're putting down, that's what I was picking up. <laughs> so. I'm with, I, look, I will take the interpretation. So I'm, <laughs> I'm crazy with interpretations. I go too deep. I get too deep. It's, I get conspiratorial even. So <laughs> when did you find yourself saying, this is what I want to do? Because th- I, I listen to a lot of artists. I'm amazed how many uh, black female artists have not only gone to college, but have multiple degrees and masters. And they were like, I want to do music. And you know, you're like, man, you don't have to, you could go and run this fortune 500 company. You could, and you know, when, when, when did you turn and say, I want to focus on music and what was your family's reaction? Um, let's see. I think shortly after, you know, Fonte kind of approached me about it was when I started to slowly soak it in um, because I've done lots of things. Like I'm, I'm currently a kindergarten teacher, you know, I was in school to be a therapist. Um, I was always having something on my plate to kind of be a distraction from the one thing that I really, really wanted to do. And mm. making the project was the first time that I ever got to concentrate fully on music. In, in all of my years of living. And I was like, no, this is it. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And things just started to align with that once I kind of accepted that. But I don't think, honestly, it fully didn't hit me until the album dropped. Where really? Was like, oh no, this is, mm-hmm. because I mean, I had, like I said, I'd lended my, my vocals to everyone else and I hadn't really fully formed something that was mine. And so seeing something that was finally mine and crafted the way that I wanted and the sound and having the backing and the support of people, um, who really cared and, and nurtured my gift was like, oh yeah, no, I want to do this forever. Like this. Mm. And I don't know, you know, I didn't know the how, the what, you know, it was just like, this is what I want. And so seeing the response and hearing it and all of that was the very first time where I was like, yep, this is what we're going to do. It kind of reminds me of what you're saying. I know it's Sunday and I'm, maybe I'm in a religious mindset, but it kind of reminds me of the story of Joshua. And, you know, Joshua didn't set out like, I'm going to lead mm-hmm. the tribe. I'm going to lead this tribe of Israel. But, you know, because of Moses, he ended up being in charge. And and, and it kind of sounds like that. You were like just lending and serving other artists' music as you went along. And and then suddenly you're called to the forefront. And here you are. We're celebrating an incredible collection of music with an album called Where I Left You, available right now on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms. Let's talk about this great song you have with Little Brother. I love, love this song called Outside the Lines. Now, is this, my interpretations are always off and outlandish, but is this a, a, a message to people who who tend to believe they need to be uh, doing, you know, uh, uh, college, marriage, child, house, um, career, when, they, when they're outside the lines, when they should be focusing on their art or, or, or passion projects, you can say no. <laughs> Yes, it is. Um, it's also about like, no, you're good. You're right there. You're right. Okay. You're on the same street. You might be on the other side of the street. <laughs> you're on the same street. Like that's fine. Like I'm. That's perfect. Hi yeah, over there. Hi, be <laughs> no, my no, fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> no, like you're you're spot on. Um, that applies like outside the line applies to just about anything. Relationships, life, where you're, mm-hmm. wherever your path is going, like being able to be free to just kind of step outside of yourself and step outside of the the box to kind of just trust yourself and move and 
um, the opening of the song, Fonte is referring to a relationship and, you know, it's just basically just saying like, hey, you know, I'm willing to go the distance with you. You know, it may be a little unconventional, but just like if you're willing to, you know, let's let's do this. You know, let's let's not keep it conventional and regular. Like, but that could also, like you said, apply to anything. And honestly, it applies to my current phase on the music side of just stepping out and and just kind of walking, um, you know, on faith. To be quite honest, I had no clue what was going to happen with the album. I I literally did not have expectations. I just knew that I loved the album. We made something really great that we loved, and we just hope that everybody else loved it. You know, so I was fine from the jump. So. Well, we do love it. Uh, make <laughs> sure you guys stream it now. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and all streaming platforms. This is Be My Fiasco with the amazing little brother with Outside the Line. Relationship was class seven hazmat. Level toxicity, but let's go past that. She wants a stand up guy, nothing to laugh at. Not being sentimental, but your body is a temple. And it's as simple as that. See you glowing, let me know if I can reach you. And if they don't know, you gotta show them how to treat you. Four bars is a glitch, eight bars is a feature. Holla, yeah. Loving ain't easy, but I'll try
Hello everyone, this is Quincy Stallworth. I'm here with the amazing Be My Fiasco. So let me ask you, let me tell you first of all, I want you, for, oh my God, I love cassette tapes. I'm on your website and there's a video and it's showing cassette tapes and I love cassette tapes. And are these <laughs> your parents on this website? They are my parents. You're handsome. Beautiful. Yeah, father's handsome. Your mother's extremely gorgeous. You know, how else? Are your parents holy people or something? They, they look like like church folk. <laughs> they look like church folk. They be, they be telling me when I come to church uh, at 12 o'clock, like, uh, you miss Sunday school. And I'll be like, I, I took the long route. I, I, I got something to eat at the, at the store on the way here. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. So my mom was, you know, previously a Sunday school teacher long ago. But no, they down. are more. You feel, <laughs> I know you felt that spirit. It was something there, and yeah. you felt it within. Yeah. But no, they're they're not. They definitely go, you know, and they start and they worship and everything. But I think it's a lot more chill. I think, you know, I think with the millennials and, and all of us, kind of like, you know, approaching God and the situation a little different. I think it kind of let them know, like, hey, you know, I can kind of relax. You know, because I remember going to church as a kid and. I feel like it's real tense. Like, you know, God didn't like pants. And, you know, for me to be like. <laughs> God didn't like, like pants. You know, wanted like you... red nail polish. And like, you God know, wanted I you to. I feel like my God would like that. My mother's you know, God wanted cool. us there three nights a week. I know right. the deal. <laughs> You're like, I am missing the Muppets. I am missing them. Man, you're like, God didn't need me to miss Sesame Street. Yeah, like, I know. Like, I'm just trying to be here. Yeah, but no, that's, that's what happens. So. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, it's a lovely website. Make sure you guys check out the website at bemyfiasco.com. Yeah, you can't beat that. I'm going to leave links in the description down below. Also, links to her uh, YouTube channel down below uh, with her videos. She has some great videos on her Facebook page. Yo, what's up with this? Were you guys on skates? And how come you didn't fall? Because is that a stunt woman in your place or what? <laughs> um, so, funny enough, like for the caramel joint, it is it's me on skates but yes they were like a brand new fresh pair of skates didn't break them in yet and yes i fell a couple of times um we don't put that in there because <laughs> oh, wow. that's not the journey the journey is about <laughs> journey you know this is not journey. a we fell down and we no. got up like this no. is like i'm out here skating this is a jam have a good time but yes no we fell a couple times oh, on concert that's that so. oh my goodness oh my god that is that is funny um Okay, so you, you you're really a part of the production of music. I've I've, I've seen that, in, in, you know, you know, in, in our in, in our conversations, and well, what I've read, I, what I've spied on you about, you're really deeply into production, but you are stellar at performance. What do you find yourself being most passionate about? Is it about being on that stage and and, and giving one hundred percent as you sweat? And sing to the, to a thirsty audience who who crave your your magic and gift, or is it being in that in the lab mixing chemicals and and sounds and, and personas? What, what do you find yourself most passionate about? That's hard. That's mm. really hard because I have my moments. There are moments where like I want to be in the studio and I just want to create and and you know I'll get these ideas out. Um, but if I had to choose, I think there's nothing like being on stage mm -hmm. personally, because like you get to see all the work that you put in to these songs and their meanings and the feeling and you get to like transfer that energy to other people. And you can always kind of tell when the crowd is in like a phase or if they, you know, you can 
you can feed off their energy and if you can craft that experience for them then that's something that they'll, they'll keep with them they'll remember that show they'll remember that feeling and that connection right um but yeah there's nothing like hearing your voice through a microphone and honestly like i remember coming up i didn't like the sound of my speaking voice i've always liked the sound of my you know singing voice but you know there would be times it's like oh, i don't want to play this show back because i'm talking to the crowd and mm-hmm. you know it sounds weird and but being on stage there's there's, there's a I don't know, like, like I, I, God is there, in my opinion, just because it's it's a spiritual experience. It, depending on what you think, I mean, it could be anything, but I just I feel that way personally. It's it's really fun to be up there and to see people mouthing the words that you made like in your room, you know, to yourself, and like someone knows all the words to that song now, and you're like, wow, like that is insane <laughs> to me. It's 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 uh it's it. You, 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 you people some people will say both but then i know they don't really mean that they, they kind of they haven't really gotten a chance to think about it but you 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 know apparently you know the experience better than anyone and being on that stage is a phenomenal experience and and i hate to say it's a drug but it's it's, it's one of the purest uh non non-toxic drugs that you can that you can experience in life and it's, it's a really great thing so that being said about stage, what's next for the amazing Be My Fiasco? Um, well, we are just still rolling out the album, lots of content, um, lots of just kind of getting to know me as an artist and as a person, um, just establishing more roots, you know, with the team and the family, always more feature work. Because I, I do, even though, you know, I've made, finally made my full body of work, I love collaborations. I love doing features. I love just adding a little extra sauce, a little extra flair to somebody's, you know, already beautiful painting, you know? So um, honestly, yeah, just expanding the network and just sending this album out as far as it can go and into the right hands. And, you know, I'm sure we'll be back in the studio working on the next one. Mm-hmm. So this is, this will not be the only. I can't wait because this album, you know, this is what I need from you. I need <laughs> a, a trilogy. Okay, everything's a trilogy with me. Okay, you, okay. We, we got we got we got the full album. Now you'll do a few other singles, but then you gotta give me another full album. You could throw some of those singles, whatever you want to do. So okay, and then you could then you do some more singles after you whatever whatever you want to do, and then you gotta give me a whole third album. Now this is where this is where this is where I, I need you to bring it together for me. I need you to have the first album say where I left you, and then the second album is where I found you. And the third album be like something you whatever <laughs> whatever it does. <laughs> okay, a trilogy trip like we gonna sync that up like like. Star I want Wars. I want I want this thing to be like Star Wars. <laughs> be okay. my fiasco, and at the end of the trilogy, you go into the Matrix or whatever, whatever you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you ascend, okay. you ascend to heaven, and we, we we stare at the sky, and an angel says, "What are you guys still waiting for?" Be my fiasco. So I gotta die on the last one? No, no, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, I guess it is my time. But so it's I just, it's just, your it's music, just, your music okay. is so, like, ethereal and so spiritual. It's just like, man, where's this? Because I was listening to your album, and, and, and a lot of times I don't think this. And God, I hope someone else doesn't listen to this and go, he never said that to me. But I was listening, and I was like, where is she going with this? Because I can tell you're going somewhere. And so it's, it's just, man, where is she going? Because I can tell when some artists, some artists that I've interviewed, met, and watched here in Philadelphia, 
they they perform and it's like well that they, they that's all they wanted to do i want i just want to be a musician with an album and that's it and once they do that that's it it's like i just want to be some people just want to be signed rap artists i just want a, a record deal and that's it and that's and they don't really you don't really hear too much about them you know they might do a a feature or a single but some artists like well very few artists and you're one of them that you mean you're like yo this is going somewhere you know, uh, my only regret is that I don't live close enough to be on your bandwagon. Like, <laughs> like, you hey, still be on the wagon. yeah, but I can't like manipulate. Everybody. I can't manipulate the money scene behind. The, <laughs> I can't. I can't be like, hey, look, I ironed your tux. Like you, like, like for example, <laughs> Janelle Monae's band members are still her band members. Okay, now when Janelle Monae first started out doing music, I can tell you a lot of musicians were like I ain't feeling this vibe. But now they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> you know you're they one of those, you're one of those artists like Janelle Monet. I can tell like this is going somewhere, whether, whether you'll be doing both film, television and music, you're definitely going somewhere. You know, I can tell, I, I, I can't, I can't tell you enough. I can tell who's going somewhere and I can tell you who's not. And the people who are not going anywhere, they think they've made it. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> And their whole attitude. Oh, and your, no. your attitude yeah, is not no, like that. Started. Yeah, your attitude. Exactly. Your attitude is not like, you know, you need, your attitude is not like you need to pucker up and uh, and then kiss my behind because I'm a celebrity. You, you know, and, and you'll see people like that and they'll just have like, you know, some people like, oh, I got, you know, a couple thousand streams on Spotify. And it's like, do you know how much of a drop in the bucket that is? <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and, and, but you, you have this mentality like, you know, like, like this, this album and in the direction it was going, even your first song, the first song on every album. And a lot of people don't know this, but I've noticed this. It's a love letter to the listener and your fans about what this album is going to be about. And your first song is ask, ask me when I'm done. And mm -hmm. I didn't ever, I, I never got the, I never got the song that says you're done. So that tells me that there's more. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. So Let again, same street. Different side. Different. Right here. <laughs> right here. I'm so, yeah, this is true. The work is never done. Um, but that was more of an ode to my hectic life of teaching and grad school and like everybody needing something all the time. And it was like, just please wait until I can finish the things. And I promise I've got you. And Tay was like, I have this song. Like, all right, I already know what this song is going to be. But is it possible? He, he wrote it and was like, sing it. Is it, possible, is it possible that the soul within you that does not experience time like that is saying, <laughs> ask me when I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the spirit yeah. within be my fiasco does not experience time the same way. So there's a part of you that's like, Hey, there's so much more coming out of me that I, I, I want the same street. Am I, am, am I up the street? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you look, you were the, okay, sidewalk. Maybe sidewalk. All right. Like, I feel like you, right there. Right. right there. I can see you. I, cool. I love this analogy. I love it. Okay, so now let's talk about this great song you have with this gentleman named Darian Brockington. Uh, uh, just phenomenal uh, artist. Uh, you and him have this song called Think, Thinking About It. That's, mm -hmm. What was the production like of this song? And please share. <laughs> okay, again, so shout out to my guy. So Anakin Invader again. 
um, love, love, love them. Like they, they just get it. They understand it. They are just, they're just super dope. But um, I heard it and I'm like, no, this is gonna be a smash. It feels really good. Um, we honestly kind of wanted that, um, a kind of a nod to, you know, Aaliyah in that kind of time, mm. just because like she was one of my very early influences. And so um, we, we had a little bit there. And so we were writing it, we got to it, got the hook, finished everything. And he's like, well, who do you hear? You know, on the second verse. And we went through, you know, a list. I'm like, man, like nothing was kind of like going through how he wanted. And he's like, well, what do you think about Darian? I was like, good old fashioned R&B, of course. Like, yeah, like this will be perfect. Like this is giving me, you know, those late nineties R&B vibes here. So I'm like, yeah, he'd be perfect. So, you know, Tay writes the verse and, he sends it over and Darian sends it back. And I'm like, yup, this is giving me a good old classic, late nineties, just R and B feel. And, and, and here we are like, that is, that one just, it, it rocks. The beat is, is insane. And then of course we're on there and just, you know, a good classic duet too. So, you yeah. know, beautiful, beautiful music you have here. For those of you who have just joined us or have forgotten as I meandered on, I am with the amazing Dallas, Texas artist, Be My Fiasco. We're talking about her latest album, Where I Left You. And you can find that music on all streaming platforms. But if you want to do the artist a favor, if you want to be a servant in the in the beautiful congregation of Be My Fiasco, you'll go and buy the song on Bandcamp. And I'll tell you why. Bandcamp gives the artist more bang for the buck. Ka-ching! Did you hear that? That was a cash register. The money goes straight into her bank account. She could then take that million dollars that you'll pay as a gift because you love Be My Fiasco's music. And she can go on a world tour. Don't you want Be My... Do you want to go on a world tour, Be My Fiasco? Of course, I, of course she does. World, world tour. Yeah. We need a million dollars. We need someone to donate. We need a gift. Run the budget up. Where are the investors? Make sure, the gift. Gift. Make Donation. Donation. We need this. Make sure you guys go to Bandcamp to buy the album, and then you'll own a digital copy of the album. And then you can listen to it anytime you want. No one can say, hey, that's not yours. You'll own a an awesome MP3 or FLAC and more version of the album. Now, if you want to stream it, you can stream it. You know, that's no wrong with stream. We all like streams. But mm-hmm. if you want to be on land, you go to Bandcamp. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you like what I'm saying? You think, you, you, you know, you set up. You set, the coins go right in the pocket. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You got to set up. You got to set up camp on dry land. If you stream, you go in the water. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where I'm going, but I'm working on something. This is the amazing uh darian brockington with our guest today of be my fiasco this is thinking about it
up a post Everywhere that I go She's on the passenger side If I'm honest I'll say That I like you in ways I just can't find the words Ooh, they miss me some days I can't promise you love Or that I'll stay the same I just needed to know For supporting us with our Be My Fiasco uh, interview. She is amazing. Her music's awesome. It's everywhere. It's incredible. It's spectacular. Make sure you support her. Go to Bandcamp, buy the album. You will not be disappointed. Dallas, Texas, Texas in the house. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you guys check out episode 169 with Twin Pixie. They are an incredible duet of two ladies who make electronica horror-like music. Uh, they have a, a single out called Firestarter. Uh, we're going to be listening to their music. You can uh, pro, pro, if you buy their music on Bandcamp, proceeds go to Glitz. Uh, they're a transgender society supporting gay and lesbian living in transgender societies. Uh, we also want to say, make sure you catch this episode. Great interview. Quince Questions has been a production of Anchor.fm and the good people over at Spotify. The music you heard was all provided and given to us by Epidemic Sounds. The music produced and created by... 
uh, Be My Fiasco was given and produced by Be My Fiasco's production company. We also want to thank the Elixir Media Group who uh, brought Be My Fiasco to us. Thank you so much. Uh, Quinn's Questions executive producer is Jacqueline Stallworth. Our technical director is Tara Goldstein. Our editor-in-chief is Joshua Stevens out of Full Crawl, PA. Our engineer is Caden Riley out of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Our interviews are written and produced by Janet Gilmore, Kayla, and Kyra Coven. I'm Quincy Stallworth. Thank you for listening, and have a great day. <laughs>